New on Curiosity Stream. Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, Kim Kardashian. Tycoons are in many ways the lifeblood of society. They are willing to put everything out there. They're willing to lose everything. See how the super elite use their money and power to shape our lives on Tycoons. Plus, from Japan's unbreakable super code to the algorithm mining your Bitcoin, we're breaking down the world's most famous encryptions on cracking the code. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Oh, we could, we could fly. This is your summer. That means Six Flags and the taste of an ice-cold Coca-Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, delicious burgers, yes. real moments together, and this. Coke is summer refreshment when you need it most, so you can hop on another ride or race down a slide at the water park. Six Flags and Coca-Cola. Come make it yours. Visit SixFlags.com Coke to save up to $20 on passes, plus daily tickets starting at $34.99. I like it when things make sense. They don't often yep. make sense. But here we are again. Welcome to the show, Mr. TK. Hey, Daryl, what's going on? Looks like we got everything straightened out today. No no sound issues, no mic issues. It looks lighting. like at the moment, things are looking up for us. That new haircut of yours It's it's pretty, pretty it, sly. I, you know, I was hoping you wouldn't point it out or notice. Well, it's um, it's noticeable. You, you look great, so Thank maybe you should just you. put your face on the uh, on the uh, the logo. So when people the thumbnail, when people from now on look at their videos, it's just going to be sharp, uh, you know, slim and trim, Daryl. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you so much. Good. I was thinking about maybe we should just cancel the show this week. I mean, nothing's really going on this week. I mean, it was, there's no real major yeah. turn of events. I was struggling to find articles this week that had to do with real estate, but there was, was anything other than a lockdown. <laughs> there was plenty of news. So, I mean, yeah. I think once again, though, there's some scary, uh, scary news we have to talk about. Sure. I think, sure. uh, yeah. What about, what about you personally? What, um, what is going on now? Like, are you guys locking it down one step further? You're in the gray zone as of Monday. There's there's no steps further than this. I mean, the only thing we're talking about is whether or not we're going to see our parents because that's technically against the rules. Mm. We don't want to be, you know, those people. Yeah. Well, you don't want to be the people having people over and all your neighbors see your parents stopping by or people see you visiting your parents. Yeah, I didn't even think then, of that. I didn't even think of that. I just thought about my own moral compass internally. You're going to have to tell them to park around the corner and walk one at a time. Pretend like they're just delivering a flyer or something like that and sneak them in the door. It seems as though you've given this some thought. <laughs> no, we're, we have no visitors coming over to our house, but uh, definitely that's what I would do. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge if I had to go visit some family. All right, well... A, a little insight into the criminal mind of TK. Thank you. Breaking by, breaking by law number 1634. Oh, I made that number up. Do you hear the sound effects? <laughs> no. You don't? No, but hopefully you can edit those in. I don't I'm think sure I need fine. to edit them in. I think they're in there, but maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Also. Maybe I'm laughing and uh, it's unfortunate. How come you don't get to hear this? I don't know. It's too bad. So what's well, going you, on? You what's, just what's got, new? You just got booed, by the way. Mm, that sucks. It's too bad. I hate when the audience does that. But but they do truly love you. Okay. 
You're getting a standing ovation. You're getting a standing ovation right now. So again, um, we we do have a lot to cover, so we will get into it. I think what most people are talking about, and I think where we should probably start the show. It'd be way better if you heard these sound effects. Toronto yeah. police warn of violent robberies during PlayStation 5 and Xbox sales arranged online. Wow. That's crazy. So apparently... So PS5 just got released, I assume. That's what it means. So it's the newest, the newest system. What? what? Where are you living? I don't play PlayStation. Don't uh, you my, have kids? No, he plays uh, mostly on the computer. So wow, he hasn't brought it up. So PS Five is a new hot item, I imagine. And it, is it sold out? Is this like Tickle Me Elmo? This is beyond Tickle Me Elmo. Like the okay. the, the pre-sale sold out in eight milliseconds. Okay. And then on release date, they were supposed to be selling a, a whole bunch more, and those disappeared in milliseconds. Yep. Me, me and my son, we had like a million screens set up and we were like ready to go and the bots, they all beat us. So no PlayStation 5s here, but people are listing them all over the place online for crazy amounts of money. And what's happening is, you know, they're po posting it up for 1200 bucks. They paid six fifty, um, mm -hmm. thinking that they're brilliant. And then, you know, somebody goes, yeah, I'll give you 1200 bucks. Where can we meet? And, and they set up wherever they're going to meet and the guy puts a gun on the other guy and says, give me the PlayStation. Wow. And this is apparently, well, there's enough of it going on that there's articles there's being article. written about it. <laughs> so it, it, it at least happened one time. At least happened one time. Ouch. Crazy. That was like that, um, that uh, situation where the deposit checks weren't coming in at an alarming rate. That at least happened twice. At for least. Sure. Never, heard, never heard of it again, but at least twice. Yes, and they spoke to John and Paul. Uh, John and Paul, always good, reliable sources. Good, reliable sources. So, so this is the big news in Toronto. And then, you know, it took me a while digging around a ton, and I found this. Toronto, Canada's largest city, put into lockdown as infections soar. Really? I never, I never heard about it. Yeah, I know. It took me forever to find this. <laughs> yeah, gray zone, right? Like, surprise, surprise. It you know, doesn't, the numbers are like way worse than the last lockdown, so it, here we go. It doesn't get less vague than the gray zone. No, that's awesome. Nobody knows. I like they defined it, though. They've, they've really kind of like, uh, they're like, yeah, we'll keep people in school. And I'm all for, I'm all for school, by the way. Like, I want my son going to school. I'm really not like school should be shut down or whatever but it doesn't really make sense when you have a bunch of mem representatives of each household going into one spot every day five days a week and coming back as like super spreaders <laughs> you know just bringing bringing the virus back home so it's like well they're not showing signs or they're not sick or whatever no i mean it doesn't seem like kids get it but it seems like a little bit like that might be part of the issue it's possible so the timing for this spike is impeccable mm -hmm. it does coincide with the start of in-person school uh school classes it does we'll see. it does seem to have something to do with that and maybe a little bit of the loosening of the reins when it comes to um you know being smart about things but sure. here we are once again canada could see Two zero 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 twenty thousand COVID nineteen cases per day by the end of the year. New federal modeling says sixty thousand six zero 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 cases okay. a day is a worst case scenario if contacts rise. Meaning, TK, if you come mm -hmm. here right now and you give me yep. a hug, yep contacts are rising because that's never happened before what should i rsgp to the 300 person wedding that i got invited to where say? where is it where do you have Theo to get, do you have to get on a plane <laughs> to get there are they no, i'm joking they're f flying you by plane to to peel yeah 
no 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 i'm joking but that's but that's uh you know it is it is what it is i mean it's really hard to tell what people are doing right now i'm exposed to you know different levels of people so there's definitely a lot of people taking a lot of precautions but we don't also know that much yet it like, seems i really like... like to see the data down the road where it says like you know these weddings were causing the problems these uh businesses were causing the problems and i just feel like that data doesn't exist and that's and that's the frustrating part for everybody i feel really 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 bad for a lot of people two people the business owners and the people whose jobs are not able to allow them to work from home that's a scary place to be going into going into the gray zone and, and your business gets shut down and you got to go back home again and for the uh, second you know, you, time in a year for the second time yeah right it not is. a lot of people can survive that that's a, that's a really really tough position to be in and uh not everybody's job is is work from home there's tons of jobs and in, in industries that that are Every... not able to have Everybody, yeah, everybody that works in a restaurant, like the actual servers and probably mm -hmm. half of the staff because they don't need them anymore, right in the back, plus every retail worker. Well, maybe not every because they are doing the curbside. curbside. Yeah. Yeah. Think so, about the industrial stuff. Think about the people who are in warehouses. Think about people who've got like jobs that are not minimum wage, you know, where they're providing like they're the, they're the breadwinners at home. Like they're bringing in however much money, uh, however much money they are <laughs> bringing in but that 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 crb that um uh unemployment uh, insurance and everything else like that that's not going to cover is that not going to cut it keep the roof over their heads Eight, no. 1800 bucks a month won't cut it for people no, no not for I a lot of people not I a lot of people who so. are relying on that they might have had a baby they had a covid baby baby like it's maybe it's on the way right it could be out by now well, no, March or April, you'd think, you know, that's probably when they conceive. So they're coming into probably January, right? People could be having babies that were conceived in COVID now. Okay, there you go. The beginning of COVID. So now we're looking at, you know, COVID babies are coming, right? I wonder if this is going to be the next baby boom. Baby boom, right? Who and, doesn't uh, want to you know, kill their spouse right now? They're worried about what's going on in their life. They're worried about how they're going to pay the bills. And, uh, you know, this must be a, there must be a ton of pressure out there on people right now. Absolutely. Well, there's an article. Um, do I want to jump to that yet? <clears throat> hmm. If it's real estate related? Yeah. Well, it has to do, I kind of, I think, with what you're talking about there. Hold on a sec. Did I get mm -hmm. rid of it? Canada housing squeeze. Buyers moving up handcuffed by hard to sell condos. Mm-hmm. Which I think so ties is, into what you're kind of talking about there. I mean, there must be a hell of a lot of stress if you have a baby on the way or just had a baby um, or are having a, a baby really soon and you've been trying to sell your condo and you want to get into a house because your wife is nesting and going a little mm -hmm. bit cuckoo and needs more space and needs a yard and don't you know. And next thing yeah. you know, they can't sell the condo and they're freaking out. Now maybe, maybe on top of that, one of them just, you know, their business just closed again. Yeah. What the fuck? Maybe getting the financing won't be as easy anymore, right? To be able to actually make the move. There's so many scenarios out there. I, I think that, um, you know, a lot of people are cutting it close. Like a lot of people I deal with, it's like, we've got just enough equity in the home. We've got just enough income. We've got, you know, just enough uh, closing costs and, and flexibility and, and, and what they do to be able to go from the starter home into the next phase right and that's part of the canadian dream it's just like you know they're, they 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 buy that first home and say look this is only going to be temporary and eventually i'm going to get into this whether it be uh, you know a freehold or a detach or a bigger house or whatever it is and um you know this is putting the brakes on a lot of people's plans but i, I don't think it's going to be a permanent um a permanent situation i think that everyone's going to be growing and that they're going to figure out a way to do it i mean you have an option like you know let's just say your job is still stable right? I, I can't read your sign. Hit subscribe now. Oh, go on. Well, that, Sorry. That's much more effective though. And, um, you have another option. I mean, you're, you're, you're in a one bedroom condo. You got a baby on the way, right? You're not able to sell your condo for the price that you want to get to get into the freehold market. Well, one of the options you have is to go into a bigger condo. Not want to get need to get. 
Okay, yeah, I mean, that means I'm going to pull out so much equity and go into the freehold market, which is much more expensive. And sure. that's why it's this price. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe you can get a good deal on a two bedroom condo, you know, in the area that you're in, because that's, you know, being affected by the same market, right? If, the oversupply. Well, I mean, if you're not freaked out about living in a building still, like if part of the plan is like, let's get out of this building, we got a kid on the way, there's people everywhere. We need to wait, you know, an hour and a half to use the elevator safely. Uh, whatever the hell. There's people everywhere in the halls. They're touching everything. It's like. Mm -hmm. well, I... here's, here's, the, here's the scenario some people don't want to have to accept. And that is to rent out your condo, take a small loss, and find a, find a rental freehold Ooh. for the time being. Ooh. Yeah. Right? So you're not going to be buying again. You're going to be going into a rental, but you're going to generate income from your condo to be able to offset the additional costs. And, uh, you know, wait this out and see what happens in the future. So is there a scenario that works where you can rent out your current residence, rent a new one and not be out of pocket? Sure, but you're probably going to be leaving the city quite a way. Like, you know, like th that would be a pretty significant um, um, disparity between you're going from like a one bedroom condo to like a large three bedroom house. So the, the, the rent cost is probably going to be a lot higher, you'd imagine. I guess if, if you, you were... far, if you leave the city far enough, eventually you'll find a place, yeah, that will that will cover it, right? Yeah. Assuming that you can get a really good deal on it and that you're still able to rent out your place for um, for a decent amount if you've got good maintenance fees and stuff. Because you're not going to be cash flowing really at that condo, right? It's probably going to break even at best, mm -hmm. you know, and that's if you bought it a few years ago and you've got a, a reasonable uh, amount of principal left. But it's there. People have options. Bottom line is, they're you know, like being trapped or saying, "Oh, I, you know, no." Everyone has always, 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 always got an option, and you got to look at your options. And sometimes it's just not the option people want to hear. It's not what they want to do. Yeah. But there is an option, you know. And you got to look at what's best for you. I know lots of people who own properties and rent their principal residence, like rent rent out where they live on a daily basis, but they own properties elsewhere. That sure. just no longer meet their needs. That's common. That happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah no. Still in the market. Um, I don't know how I get back from where we just went to, but I'm going to just do it anyways. Do it. Businesses. Like a well, I mean, as a result of the lockdown, which in my opinion, for whatever that's worth, in my opinion, it's very odd to go, okay, we're going to lock everybody down. We've been here before in five days from now so go spread it as much as you can before monday businesses seeing waves of shoppers appointments ahead of second lockdown in toronto and peel i'm going to buy for a month panic buying strikes again as toronto peel region under lockdown mm -hmm. so I didn't see it. I, maybe I'll go shopping today, so I don't know. You might I haven't be. seen any panic buying. I you might be too late. You may well, I might, be There might be out of stuff. Late. I don't know what I need. But. <laughs> well, from from our our uh, survey last week, you did have plenty of toilet paper. I got lots of stuff. I got lots you of got stuff. You got lots of stuff, so you're, yeah. you're good. I'm good. You're good. good. You're safe. Yeah. So yeah. there was this ar other article. Well, okay, do we want to talk about that? Like people are going a little crazy. I mean, I did it a few months ago because I like to think I can spot the trends. And if yeah. you remember, I've been saying, you know, second wave coming, here we go. Yep. And yep. we've been slowly filling up the meat and fish uh, freezer. Good. How's that going? Do you have any stuff in the freezer that you froze back in like March? No, because you just haven't got to yet. This is a very efficient system. We recycle. I take from the bottom, I bring it up, yep. put new stuff yep. underneath. I got dates okay. written on every baggie. This is Good. an operation here. Yeah, high level stuff. High level. <clears throat> I could right. make I can make so much bread in the next year. Actually, maybe I shouldn't say any of this because I don't own a gun. Could be a flower. There's shortage. no food here. No food here. <laughs> post your post your address in the comments. The, I think um I think people have the right to uh, be concerned. I think that there's generally um, 
a lot of unknowns. We don't know how long this lockdown is going to last. We don't know if there's going to be more stricter. What, what um, do you mean? They said 28 days. Isn't it all? Isn't it always exactly how they how they say it? It's so far never been exactly the same amount of days that they've announced. Hold on. <laughs> so, what, at in March they didn't say we're going to lock things down and things are going to be fucked up for like the next nine months plus. No, they didn't. They didn't tell us that. Maybe I missed that. Um, that uh, that uh, CP24, uh, you know, government talk. But either way, um, people are people are concerned. So right now, the best thing to do is to make sure that you have enough of what it is that you need for the next 28 days. I'm not saying you should go and buy six months worth of toilet paper, but yeah, maybe go out and get some things that you know you're going to need, especially if you're, uh, you know, vulnerable and, and you don't want to really have to go out uh, too often over the next month or two which that's what it looks like daryl this this is going to be two months of a lockdown minimum because so, the numbers before took a long time to come down numbers are way worse now please subscribe and hit the like button and comment below <laughs> um but you know what i mean i yeah of course i know what you mean yeah this whole thing is just nuts the whole thing is nuts like i i like the more and more Okay, so hold on. The next thing here, and, we'll, and then we'll get into it. The Saturday let's get into some debate. Real estate business here, Daryl. You want to get into some real estate? Well, let's da let's dance around whatever the last one is. You got to talk about here. Our let's... our pand I think it gets into real estate right after this. Eh, kind okay. of. Saturday debate. Are pandemic yeah. lockdowns causing more harm than good? Well, let's not get into the whole the whole conspiracy things. I'm sure there's a ton of pros and cons to lockdowns. And, and no one can argue that lockdowns don't serve some effect. And yes, there is obviously a bunch of um, secondary effects that are going to happen. And we all know what those are from, you know, mental health issues to um, substance abuse to, um, uh, you know, abuse at home, all that kind of stuff. Right. So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. It sucks. It sucks. It's uh, yeah, it's getting a little uh, redundant daily mm -hmm. it's gonna get yeah it is gonna last a while though uh but we will move on as we dance around the conspiracy theory once again immigration yeah, approvals cut in half during first wave of coronavirus in canada this we already knew i don't know why it came up again well, um, no let's talk about that so let's let's talk about um 2020 right our approvals were cut in half so they set a target and they didn't even hit 60%. We're probably not even going to hit 60% this year. Yeah. Okay. But next year, they're saying that they're going to hit some record number somehow. 120% next year. Right? How is that going to happen? What do you mean? How are they going to be able to hit this target next year Watch if they this. couldn't hit it this year? Watch this. What's going to change? Okay. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Kanzuk. Okay. We just made an agreement with the United Kingdom. Yes. Very important. Very important. Yep. Australia will be next. New Zealand will be after that. We will we will form this power, um, whatever's after trio quad template. We're gonna we're gonna form this group of four with extraordinary uh -huh. buying power and open mm -hmm. immigration policies within the four places. And I mean. I would imagine a lot of them would want to come to Toronto also. But when you mix that with Toronto was just named the best tech hub in Canada and so many cool jobs are hiring. Best tech hub in Canada? In Canada. Obviously, like what <laughs> Come on, that's not a that's not a list that's really much to brag about. I mean, we were the second fastest growing tech um city in north america next i think san fran um yeah two years this ago. is like so, a crazy crazy tech mecca yeah well it crazy should be. tech mecca and then i mean we got this article here that says 2020 will be banner year for canadian housing market which means this this bloody disaster we're going to consider a banner year yeah. so what does that mean does that mean this is going to be considered good compared to what's coming down the pipe? <laughs> Possibly, but it's really what it means is it's been great compared to what's been happening in the past. I mean, people have a new reason to move. 
and interest rates have been low. So this but, is what's creating more sales overall in all parts of Canada. But you consider a banner year the current year that you're in or you consider it in the future? You go, wow, that was like a banner year for Canadian real estate back there in 2020. It's been pretty no, fucked up about, since then. We're talking about past, past numbers. So compared to the past, this is a banner yeah. year. How would you know it's a banner year unless you're comparing it to the past? Yeah, it's just, it's a little it's too... A banner, it's a banner year. It's too it's close. It's actually ever had, but, but from here, it's all downhill. No, so. it's a record year. And yeah. later, you can call it a banner year. Yeah. That's all no, I'm no, saying. No, I sure. mean, come on. Is... How do you call the current year a banner year? We well, there's been a lot of sales, and in, that's Canadian real estate. I mean, Toronto's had some pretty fantastic years, but still, we're doing really well. And what um, is a banner year? Like, when you put up a banner... Like, because this, like, it was the year we won the championship? Sure. There you go. I, I don't know where the name comes from, but you know what I mean. It's, it means it's a, it's a standout year Stand that they've, they've had a record amount of sales. For sure. A lot of provinces. There you go. Record, record year. I want to rewrite this article. It's bothering me considerably for some reason. And then the other Let's article go. I had was the UK deal. And a couple yeah, of well, conspiracy theories. Yes. Okay. Let's. New, new, new thoughts on the immigration situation you have new thoughts i have new thoughts wow all right let's do it so we didn't even hit 60 percent of our target this year right sorry go on next year we're trying to hit a record amount targeted for um 400 highest ever since 1913 1913 it's in the past we know we had 401,000. that year. was a banner year that was a banner year on immigration right so we're trying to we're trying to hit those numbers. We couldn't even hit sixty percent this year. So what is the likelihood of us being able to hit those numbers next year? Mm. I'm going to tell you, it's pretty low. Pretty low, now, hey. Our our um, speculation is based off of if we have all these new people coming to Toronto, we're going to start seeing prices rise. Correct. Yeah. In theory, if we have four hundred and one thousand people come to the, um, the the country, and you know a third of them are coming to Toronto, we're going to see prices rise in toronto is that right correct good 2018 was a banner year in immigration right we had a phenomenal i think it was 360 or 380,000 people came actually came to canada not like that was our target that's what actually came to canada if you were putting up a like a second place banner then yes yeah. it was a banner year banner, right <laughs> participation my co-champ co right so <laughs> So 2018, do you remember what happened in Toronto? Overall prices? They went up. Down. They did? I don't remember. Prices were still declining in a lot of areas in, in uh, the GTA in 2018. For low rise. A, for low rise. Yeah, okay. We didn't start to see a, a final uh, push in the low rise sector until closer to the um, fall of 2019. Okay. Especially like York Region and all these places, they were all still falling in 2018. So does more immigration really equal more demand? Ooh. For, dun, dun, dun. So are we talking about just Toronto right now or we're talking about, what are we talking about? Well, that's the only market that I follow enough to be able to tell you, you know, the figures on, but, but that's what I mean. Right. So it's so great how, that we talked about it. How could it not? Well, there's lots of situations where, you know, people, um, there's enough supply outpacing the demand so that there's still a lot more listings out there that people have options to sell. Other than a pandemic, right? when does that happen? All the time. Different people move for different reasons. So after more inventory? So what happened in 2017 is because prices went up so much, everyone said, man, I don't need to sell right now because I um, heard that my house went up $100,000 last week. So if I sell, I'm going to end up missing out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to leave money on the table. So everyone didn't sell. Then all of a sudden the market crashed and no one could sell, right? And so then people started to hear that prices were, you know, not were flattening and, and some prices were still going down. So a lot of people were saying, well, I knew that my neighbor got this much money, so I should be able to get close to that and let me see if I can. And they're putting their houses on the market and there was the fear of that market correction happening again and that the, the stress test was coming in. We had all these other issues. So people were putting their properties up on the market to try to see if they could get those prices that they knew had existed in the past, but they didn't exist anymore. So that creates an oversupply. It means buyers don't have that same thing. Right now, dealing with buyers in certain areas, which we'll talk about later, is tough. 
like people are emailing me like, Oh my God, look at this property. Can we make an offer? It's like, we haven't even seen the property because that's right now the appetite of the buyers because they know that it's very competitive on the low rise stuff. Right. So they're very, they're eager to go out and spend their money and they're eager to put offers in. Sight back unseen. in 2018, it's like, yeah, we're not sight unseen, but like, let's go and check it out and get an offer ready. 2018, those times again, co-banner year of immigration and people are looking at houses and saying yeah it looks nice well you know if it's still available next month let's go check it out hmm. right there's no sense of urgency because that's what the market has programmed the buyers and on, on how to on how to act that's what the market does you go through experiences of multiple offers and oh my god i love that property it's so fantastic it's it's emotional right so then it's like i'm gonna buy it it's gonna be great you call your agent he's like it's already sold it's already got 10 offers uh you know whatever it's got an offer on it conditional sale you start to go oh my gosh i'm gonna lose out fear of missing out right now the next one comes up what price do they want how much money how much money do i need to spend to get in there yeah and, and, and in the meantime you're like calling the banker and you're trying to figure out can i get more can i get more like yeah. how much can i actually afford here because my next offer has to be a really good offer because yes if I don't get this house, my wife is going to go bananas, right? Or if I, don't, if I don't get this house, I can't sell my house and I'm fucked. And so whatever price that the neighbor just sold for, I don't care because that was yesterday and I couldn't find that or, house again for that same price. Or I sold my house already and mm. I need to get this house because I don't want to fucking rent and move again. Yes, that's another one oh. that we're dealing with right now, right? If anybody's sold already. So there's so many things, Daryl. Like, there's just so many parts to this that uh, people have to realize that are going to affect the market. And right now, like, especially in Durham region, we're talking like 10 to 30 offers on a ton of properties. Now? Still. Now? Even now. Yesterday. Wow. Yesterday, Saturday night, 15 offers on a property. It's nuts. It's nuts. There's no inventory right now for people to look at. And people don't want to have people in their home during the pandemic. So what what's going on now? Are people allowing open houses? What open houses are not allowed in the red or the gray zones? So without, no, you're allowed to have them with an appointment. Uh, showings are allowed always. We're essential. Right, essential. Yep. yep. Oh, so no open houses, but showings by appointment only. Showings right, are allowed. Right. Yeah. And then the stupid now, Zoom shit. I got a I got a property that's listed right now in Toronto in the core that is uh, fully tenanted. Mm -hmm. Is that good or bad? That's not good. Not good. Okay. No, it's a tough it's a tough situation. Why are the leases garbage? The property. Why not no, the if property, they're good leases? Right. It's it's a it's a it's a great property. I sent it to you. You and I were looking at it. It's on Queen Street. Remember? No. Okay, we were looking at the development side of it. It was just, it was Queen of where? I don't remember. Why don't I remember? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> and uh, so again, you have, you have issues because, you know, the tenants obviously feel like, um, you know, it's not safe. They don't want to have a lot of people coming through. Sure. So like the list I'm, I'm texting agents, this like long text. That's like, you know, got so much information in it to be able to have them follow all these little steps in order to be, be able to go into the property just to be able to do a showing. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, something like that, you're going to have to probably sell without showings. There's got to be a way that you can do It's an investor buying it, right? They got to come see it. Can't you like okay. get an inspection done, get like some like some some assurances from a couple, like from two people that go in, film the whole thing. Make a layout, like put together many, the numbers. Isn't many, it just the numbers? One and a half million dollar purchases have you made in your life without seeing it? Unfortunately, um, okay, it's zero. Too okay, many. No, that. no, it's not. You know what? So, what time is it? Do we have time for this story? So back Tell in back in two thousand and seven, when things were fucking booming, man, things were going crazy, right? Top of the market here. I bought uh -huh. a couple of properties in a very expensive area. And so I, I had just finished building my first house in the, in the area. I made some, some decent money and I bought a second property right around the corner. And I'm in Mont Tremblant. My wife's family had a cottage there and we're there on a vacation. 
And my agent calls me. He goes, you won't believe it. A house like three doors down from the one you just bought is for sale. Maybe, maybe you want to do it. And I was like, that's a great idea. But I'm in Mont-Tremblant. Can you take some pictures for me? And can you answer these questions? And in the background, I'm like, I'm calling my dad. And I'm like, dad, write a check. I'll pay you back tomorrow. Just give this guy a deposit check for me. And I, I bought the thing sight unseen from Mont-Tremblant. But it was, a, it, it was a development site, right? This is my rationale. Meanwhile, if I would have walked the site, I would have seen that the back of the property slopes like 30 feet from the property behind it. We had all kinds of flooding issues the entire time, like the entire construction, because literally it was like a waterfall swooping water towards the house all the time. It was a yeah. nightmare. But yes, unfortunately, the answer to your question is yes, I have. And I'm not alone. Okay, you're right, and I and I 100% admit that uh, you know I jumped the gun. Um, so let me rephrase the question: How many successful purchases have you made for 1.5 million dollars? Well, sight unseen. Now let me tell you, that would have been super successful if the whole market didn't collapse in 2009 when these properties ended up being for sale. Yeah. But yeah, I mean. Okay. The answer to that is never. Okay, good. So that's what I mean, right? So we're trying to make sure we get people the most amount of money and, and getting access is important. So we're just, we're doing everything we can. Very diplomatic. But, very, very, very but, diplomatic. but okay. So now, okay. So come next week, I guess sales will have to slow. This process will make it, or, or I guess the first person that comes in could just make an offer and boom, there you go. Let's, let's do this. Cause if you're getting sure. 20 offers with open houses, I imagine that like everybody's ready to rock and roll when they are just doing a showing. Sales will slow for a number of reasons. Yes. Tell less me. Sellers, less sellers will put their properties on the market. Okay. Less buyers will be willing to go out and look at properties. The weather is going to change. So people are going to want to, right? Start to slow down and start making decisions based off of, you know, future plans and everything else too. Have you looked outside? It's snowing. It's snowing. So you yeah. are a fortune teller. There you go. <laughs> um, there's going to be more uncertainty in the market, right? So people are people are going to investors and people who aren't looking for their own principal. They're going to say, you know what? Is it really a good time to buy? I mean, it's uh, you know coronavirus. It's second wave, and our price is going to go down. And is the economy going to be stable? And all that kind of stuff too. So there's a lot of reasons why there'll be less sales going in um, to the market the next few months. That doesn't mean that prices will go down. Mm. Well, I mean, everybody was predicting that it would get slower now anyways, seasonally, because we've already... Sales. Yeah, sales. Sales will go down. Nothing seems to push the price down unless the it's a rental. To, supply has to significantly increase or remain the same with demand going down in order for prices, because what I'm seeing is still record prices happening. Mm -hmm. So I'm still seeing this huge pressure on prices in anything under a million low rise. Meanwhile, the condos are still death. Right? Condos, it's death. Let's talk death. about the deal of the week because I haven't been doing the deal of the week. And each time I bring it up, I forget. And then I, we don't get to talk about it. Hold on a, a second. I'm going to put yeah. in a sound effect here. You need here. a good sound effect for deal of the week. But I can hear it. Not so good, but it's what we got. The deal of the week. That's good. Brought to you by um, TK. So property down at uh, Young and Bloor. This is uh, 128 um, Colliers, Collier Street. And uh, super small street, dead end. Nothing's really on it. North side backs onto the Rosedale Valley Ravine. South side kind of backs onto Church Street. Um, Where is it? Most of the Young and Bloor. Okay. Ooh. Just uh, northeast. So it's oh, just we've south talked of about this. Yeah, this is we've a great spot. It. Oh. It's not in Rosedale because it's on the south side of the ravine. So, but it's in Rosedale. But really, it's like east of Yorkville. It's like it's in this weird spot that really not a lot does uh, exist. Um, but we'll call it South Rosedale, for argument's sake. Okay. So, on the street, the highest sale price was about two million, um, with parking. Right. Huh. The, the guy had bought it a few years back at uh, 1.6 and he spent a ton of money. Right. So they were trying to get like this exorbitant 
price, uh, you know, back in 2017 um, that did not exist and still does not exist for that type of property because they were thinking like, well, we've renovated it so well and it's so nice and da 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 da. But the highest price that just happened this year was with parking. The property that I sold doesn't have parking, only street parking that you get like a designated spot, but still not on site. Um, and it was $2 million. So we listed it at 2 million and I said, look, let's see what the market says. We'll drive as much traffic as possible. Um, you know, we'll see if we can at least get somebody to fall in love with it and get, you know, the price that, uh, they feel it's worth. And you can make a decision if you want to sell or not. So offer night came, I ended up getting somebody who was, who's at 2.5 and I'm like, wow. I'm like, I can't believe this guy's going to get this amazing price. This is a dream. Other people were talking like, you know, lower numbers, but still decent. I pushed everybody else aside and said, this is, this is the one let's, let's work on it. Um, the, they came back and said, you know, no, we're only actually willing to spend 2.4. Okay. Because they said we did some more research and we feel like we're overpaying. So I spent an hour with the guy talking to him about how, you know, this is still fantastic money. Maybe we should consider it. And I get a call from the agent says, you know what? My client's husband has now decided to pull out completely. We don't want to even move forward with it. It was a conditional offer. So no point chasing them on it. Right. Wow. Just like that. So from here to there, and we're like, oh, everybody else is saying the same thing. We don't want to pay that you know, more. We don't want to do anything. So for the first time in, I don't know how many years, but for the first time I said to him, I said, okay, well, let's, let's price it at the price that you want now. So we had to change the price, right? Which is something I've, I've fortunately for, for me and my clients, not something that I've had to do for a long time. We listed it at 2.4 ton of showings still we like we had a bunch of showings we, we drove like 30 people through the property in the first um first week so now we're getting less people but we're still driving a decent amount of traffic so there's been a, a good amount of showings and someone came in and said we want it we uh we negotiated a little bit it, it sold for two million three seventy five and uh you know the right buyer came in and said this is beautiful i want to take it and the guy sold it and he's super happy wow yeah. well done so, sir well done week. It was a, it was a it was a situation where like the sales on the street didn't line up with this house's value at all, and it had and they had parking, but it was unique. So, but what's, done some quality what, work. What's the rule in real estate? What's a how, what is a property worth? It's what the uh, willing buyer is able to pay or an able buyer is willing to pay. Willing so to that, pay. that's that's what it was. Other people were coming in and complaining about this or that, but this buyer said, "No, nope, I gotta have it. What will it take?" And so we got him top dollar. So. He's happy. Look at you. He's happy. He's got it sold. And uh, just in the nick of time, if you ask me, trying to sell properties in the gray zone, you know, will become more of a challenge over the next couple months. Give TK a like. Like and subscribe. And a subscribe. Hey, TK, we have so many subscribers now. It's crazy. But we, think, yeah, we, we get a lot of views. We get a lot of views now, too. It's crazy. Yeah. But I uh, you got your haircut this week. I wanted, uh, I, wa I wanted all sixteen of our fans that watch it over and over and over again to, to have something a little nicer to look at, than Beautiful. scruffy monkey boy. So uh, where were we? I really hope the sound effects are working. Although at some points I wish that they weren't working, but I hope that they're working. It's a real shame that you're not hearing them because sometimes yeah. it's actually kind of funny. Fun to laugh at. Yeah. So too what do you think is going to happen now, Daryl? What do you think is going to happen? We're in the middle of a gray zone. We've got, um, I, you know, it's all a, sorts of confusion. All sort. I don't know if there's even confusion anymore. I think there's more uh, anger and uh, frustration. And I think um, definitely, you know, some uh, um, like sadness. It's, it's mm -hmm. pretty sad. Like, I get pretty sad, actually, when I do go out, just looking around at a sea of masks and people getting irritated really quickly and even the thoughts in my head that are like, why, why aren't you wearing your mask properly? And, like, it's, like, it's a lot, you know? It's crazy. And then it's, like, mm -hmm. you know, every conversation is about this stuff all the time. But I, I don't change my opinion. I think if we go back uh, a few episodes, 
I predicted that we're going to, you know, it's going to get crazy. We're going to go into lockdown. Things are going to slow down again, and then they'll pick up. I mean, what we didn't discuss, actually, which I don't know if it's good or bad news. For me, it just adds a layer of anxiety uh, to, the, to the discussions here in my house is like, apparently there's two vaccines that are 94.5% uh, 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 successful and effective. Um, yeah. out there on the market and they're about to start implementing um, the, the, the vaccine. Like they're going to start yeah. giving it to people. Like I heard 40 million people in the States are going to have it before, before the end of the year. So wow. yeah. And, and so people are like the, the conversations that I'm in are pretty heavy. Cause like, you know, people, it's like politics, vaccine it's like if you're an anti-vaxxer holy cow right if you're if you yeah. good or bad if reason yeah if you're like denying covid altogether and you're an anti-vaxxer oh my gosh so but like we you know we have a friend who is anti-mask and anti-vax and is like out there in the streets protesting, protesting. and like you know yep. yelling at people for them getting angry at her for not wearing a mask and it's like Look, look, her perspective, her reality, like she is 100% right and everybody else is wrong. And like she's going to, you know, fight everybody to the death on on everything. She wants her she wants her right. She wants to be able to choose. And she thinks all kinds of weird, crazy shit. Yeah. Which a lot of people are thinking. Uh But it's like it's like anything else, you know. Uh, There's a lot of people that believe the opposite. To, to what we do or I do or you do, right? So, listen, I, I, I just want this to end somehow. I don't care. I don't want to take a vaccine, so I'm going to be locked up in my house for a long time. Mm-hmm. My po- I feel bad for my kids. But, I mean, listen, it seems like real estate, nobody gives a shit, right? Do you know, do you know how many, um, you know what's the percentage of people, like smallpox, polio, um, I don't know, hepatitis, all the other vaccines that we have, you know what the percentage of people who have those vaccines are? Like this is according to CDC. That take the vaccine States. when it comes out? Yeah. What percentage like, of people actually take the vaccine? percentage of people actually got it in, in their childhood or wh- whatever, whenever that vaccine is supposed to be given to you, the, the percentage of people who actually got it. Back in the day is probably pretty high. No, today's no. numbers. It's like it's like 85, 90 percent. Yeah, yeah. People so are crazy. that's why we were able to eradicate some of these illnesses and viruses, and whatever they call them, right? So, is there a likelihood that we're going to get eighty-five to ninety percent of people to take a COVID vaccine? Not yet. Listen, Not you're chance. talking about times in space <laughs> where people trusted their governments and people trusted mm-hmm. the companies out there that were manufacturing the stuff that they believed was in everybody's best interest. But we don't live in that world anymore, Mm -hmm. right? We live in a world where people don't know what the government is up to, don't trust them very much at all, definitely do not like them. And, I mean, drug companies are definitely not like heroes in the face of the public, right? Like, so you have a lot of perceived evil coming together and trying to mandate people and and make their choice for them it's a it's going to be a very interesting period of time because never in the past have we had social media where you could spread whatever you wanted to whoever you wanted in the blink of an eye mm-hmm. right so people's opinions right or wrong mine mine isn't right mine's mine's fine for me i mean i stay in my my little hovel and i hide and i wait till the sun comes out again and that's my choice right but other, mm-hmm. other people, they make different choices. Some people are way more extreme than we are even here. But, but, sure. but like, I, I don't know what we have to do as a race for it to just end, right? And I'm pretty sure it's not rushing through a vaccine and stabbing everybody with it. But maybe I'm wrong. I think it gives people hope. I think people are going to be, uh, you know, willing to carry on day to day, not just buy real estate, but just like, you know, live their life, you know, start making plans for the future and stuff that there's, that there's a vaccine that's, you know, 95% effective. And wow, that's, that's going to be the, the, you know, the make or break moment that's going to get us out of this mess. Because right now the, the issue is, and I'm talking to people, I was talking to someone last night, actually, 
who, you know, they're not very hopeful. You know, they're they're going back into another lockdown, staying at home again, not being able to go out. Yeah. Like it's depressing, right? Yeah. So I think that people need to have something that's, you know, to look forward to. But I don't believe that the vaccine is going to solve any of the issues anytime soon. It's going to take a very long time. And people need to realize that this is just a part of life that we have to move forward. Um, you know, if you need to move because you're thinking about getting bigger space or out of the city or whatever, like you got to just, you got to take your chances. There's always risk in real estate. There's always going to be some element of risk when you're moving, buying or selling first. What do you do, right? Do you think people would be out like shopping like crazy this weekend and going, you know, uh, to cram everything in in a weekend um, if they didn't think that there was a vaccine coming down the pipe? Because um, it's like pretty crazy behavior. Like the 1588 in Ontario, 400 uh-huh. or something in Toronto was the last uh, announcement made that I saw, which I mean, people were fucking out of their minds in March and there was 24. Yeah. Now we have 1588 and we have articles that say 20,000 is kind of not the worst scenario that we can come up (laughs) with right now. Yeah. Um, I I think people are going to do what they think is best and uh, people are scared. Um, So panic buying, not a good thing, but going shopping today so that you can stay home for the next few weeks Hey, why not go get in a lineup and, and do it? Like, I mean, what's, what's, what's the harm in that? If you're not going to buy anything more than you're going to need, you know? Well, I mean, it doesn't seem like masks work. So maybe going out in public with everybody. I wouldn't say that, Daryl. I wouldn't say that. No? No. Have we not been wearing masks like in the last I, few I months? I think that a lot of people are, are wearing masks, but to say that masks don't work, I think that would be irresponsible. I think that masks do work. And I think that if everyone follows, you know, certain guidelines, the the, the data shows yeah. that masks are not effective. Maybe not not a hundred percent effective. Sure. Well, to I say mean, they're not effective. That would be like that's a blanket statement. Okay, so hold on a sec. We only have a few tools at our disposal right now. One of which, and the most prevalent, is the mask, and to wear okay. your mask to protect yourself and others. Um, I don't think numbers going up daily for mm-hmm. months, months like it was like a ramp up. Yep indicates that the current process is effective i'm going out on a limb here i think but like if if i was gauging the success of a process um i don't think i'd be using maybe they're using different metrics than i would use like cases going up and deaths going up and more people in hospitals Mm -hmm. i don't think was the point of implementing masks and social distancing regulation. When they I when they were planning, I don't think that they were like, this is good if like cases get up to like around 1500 a day. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying I'm not saying that you're wrong. And I'm not saying that what's happening right now is working. But, you know, definitely, you know, masks serve a purpose and that, you know, we should be wearing masks at, at the very least. You know, I feel like everybody looks like the Cobra Commander from G.I. Joe. My son dressed up as Scorpion for Halloween. So at school, they weren't Perfect. allowed to wear masks. Yeah. In the so past. I just, went out and got, I, just, I just went out and got him a yellow mask. <laughs> he got to go to school in his full costume. It looks sick. It's so funny. Yeah. And at Halloween, I was, I was remembering like the kids were never. You, you bought this whole costume and the kids couldn't wear the mask. But this year, like. Oh, I guess yeah. you can't wear the mask over your head, but you can wear a mask. You can wear a, a regular, like, COVID mask, a, 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 you know, those type of masks. So it's I just, just went and bought him a yellow mask. Sc- you got to wear that all day. You look like Scorpion. It's the, great. The schools must look like just seas of, like, Chinese labor camps. Yeah, I've never been to one, so I wouldn't know exactly what that looks like. Haven't you seen one on What's- YouTube? No, what's um, do we want to talk about the uh, I've got something I want to talk about, but you're yeah, gonna shut it down, it. you're gonna shut it down quick, okay? 
It's in the news, though. I'm not making this stuff up. This is big. This is big stuff. The Great Reset. Okay. Have you heard about it? Have you have you heard have. about it? A conservative yeah. MP warns that Justin Trudeau wants a Great Reset. Conspiracy theory, theorists are worried, too. This is big talk right now. The Great Reset. This is coming to us from the World Economic Forum. Well, let's let's um, combine this with the uh, Financial Post article yesterday. How office subleasing could be the Achilles heel that subprime lending was to the last recession. I don't know how those meld together, but I'm interested to try. Well, there's definitely a new way of life that's going to be coming out of this pandemic, right? We have a new way of shopping for real estate we have a new uh, way of using the real estate that we have we have a new way of communicating with each other we have a new way of working uh certain jobs from home yeah right you know there what is, i keep there, thinking there of? is a form of a reset happening obviously i keep picturing in my head do you remember mm -hmm. you remember the movie the matrix when he like uh -huh. gets out of the thing and he sees like this sea of pods of humans Okay, yes. All segregated in their own little pods feeding into the matrix. Yes, and I, well, that's I mean, the reset? I don't I'm not saying that's the reset, but I mean, we're all kind of getting segregated into our own little pods with our with our attachments to the matrix. And things mm -hmm. are becoming a lot more virtual. It's pretty it's pretty crazy. And and it's like it and and we're going to have new needs um like what do you do estate, if you're walking down the street with your family and you ha see another family coming towards you on the sidewalk what do you do we social distance which which looks like what i could be stepping off to the side to let him pass depending on if i'm with right? my yeah it's so weird on a little bike or you know depending on what we're doing but it's so weird it's like you we zigzagging away from each other go that, way, go that way you know wave thank right? you and, and then it's like oh yeah thanks thanks for staying away from me i really appreciate that yeah that's what you're supposed to do i know that's what we do too it's so fucking weird what do we what are we going to do with all the leasing um offices space downtown toronto great reset great reset, great what, reset. what are they going to be converted into what's what's your idea you've got all the good ideas though i don't have an idea i i do however believe that part of it should be uh like warehousing and launch pads for amazon drones okay that's one good use sure definitely like self-storage i mean god if you have a 500 square foot condo you gotta need some self-storage somewhere near you mm -hmm. and and i mean those little storage lockers they give you are pretty useless uh what else it, would i use it for yeah I, I i do think that like the 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 shared working spaces after this will come back pretty strong okay but, I mean, that's a ways away. But, I mean, people do definitely will want that temporary larger meeting space that they can go to, you know, on a, on a pay-as-you-go basis. I think that'll still be big later. But I don't know. I mean, you'll, you'll see, I guess, a lot of condo conversions would be a good idea. It's all going to be dependent on the price you can get them for and what their actual value is. Like, an office building downtown that's 60 stories is not quite as valuable as one... I would say that's 20 stories that you could push up to like 80, 90 stories. So there's mm -hmm. all kinds of different scenarios. But I mean, depending on the size of the office space, it'll get absorbed by somebody anyways. It'll just take some time. There's going to be a lot of empty offices, though. That's for damn sure. What do you think happened during the other major pandemics like the plague, the Spanish flu, like all the other stuff? Do you think people stayed in the cities? Like if you listen, picture, they didn't back, know, but they go didn't know time. what was happening. One day, some guy rode on a horse and said, oh, my God, they're all dying in the next village. And they all looked at each other and said, oh, OK, okay. what are we going to do? Let's go back in time. What are they going to uh, do? 1918. Yeah. Girl, 1918. What are we working with? We're working with horses we're, and buggies. We're in, we're in Toronto, downtown York. And we're and we're looking at, you know, all the, you know, people you around going? us getting sick. Yeah. Where uh, are you going? Are, 
do you stay in the city or do you go out to the country and, and get away to your farm where you know that no one's going to be near you? Sure, if you and you're have gonna a farm. And you for the next five years. But who what the are you fuck has a place in Toronto and a farm? Like, you're talking about people, five guys. Hey, yeah, people, those five should leave. Those Did five... those people eventually come back to the city? Yeah, I mean, it seems like people are going back and forth over time, over 30, 40 period years or years periods or whatever the wording is. But yeah. like pandemics drive people out of cities they have to and they always come back of course i mean it's it, if you're an ant colony and somebody drops a, a an apple in the middle of the of the heap like everybody disperses and then they all come back and it's the same with human behavior a lot of people that are really freaked out are leaving it, mm -hmm. it makes no sense to live downtown if you don't have to work there and you like have had that that thought if you're like, you know what, like there's absolutely no reason left for me to live down here and I could save a goddamn fortune. I mean, it's a no brainer for a ton of people now. But we well, don't I think that right now that's the case, but that is going to change in the future. And then once once this pandemic's behind us, businesses will open up again and there's supporting businesses. So in order to be, you know, able to do your job, you need to have other businesses around you supporting you. And it's much easier to do that in a um you know, busy city center to be able to accommodate all the different resources that you need to have and be close to all your uh, customers and, and clients and everything else too. So I think Toronto downtown core will be busier than ever once this pandemic is over and behind us. And that, that is, that is the, um, Oh, it'll be busier, but it is an evolution of every major city in a pandemic time. I think that that's what it is. It, it is. And prices are going to reset a bit. And a lot of people are going to get killed. And it'll end up being busy. But it'll be busy with totally different businesses. Like most. 100%. Like. New stuff going on there. But there, I mean there's so many businesses that had to have realized that we are wasting a ton of money right now on this rent. And everything that ensues as as a part of having rent, insurance and uh, heat and hydro and cleaning people and all these things, you're better off paying good people to just stay at their house, giving them the tools they need and letting them be productive on their own time. I'll, I'll give you an example of like super changes in productivity. And, and this may not be the, the case for most people, but my son in public school, going to school day to day, was, was labeled as having some kind of uh, learning disability, like some kind of ADD or ADHD. And I think we've even talked about it before. Like, I would fight them and say, no, the kid can focus. Like, he's just not interested in what you're teaching him. And so what's happened now is the kid has gone from, like, really struggling and needing all kinds of accommodations and help. And, like, he used to come home and we'd, we'd have to have him sit at the kitchen table for three hours to do his homework because he, he just wouldn't focus on it for three hours straight. But what's happening now is that now that he's online, he's been given this kind of freedom to just do things at his own pace. And the kid's getting straight A's. And he's able to, like, work on his time and be super productive and get everything done, still play all his games and do all his shit. And, I mean, he's probably not the same as everybody. I'm sure there's a lot of people online that are struggling like crazy. But I think in an environment where the strong survive and people have to adapt to the current environment – Businesses that rely on rent that don't have to will get beat by the companies that realize they don't need to waste all that money on stuff like that. And they can have people in Zimbabwe that are way better than the people here in Toronto working for them remotely and not even know the difference. I mean, nobody knows right now that I'm in a bunker in Cuba. Well, I did post it one time. I did a, a, a video on that, but, uh, that's okay. We're glad you're safe. But you know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. Anyways, unless... Well, good. I'm happy for Aiden. He seems to be, you know, doing well, so... But, but, you, but do you see what I mean? Like, there's a lot of people that I think can be more productive than they used to be in the new environment where they can work at their own pace, have to submit stuff, you know, on time and just work at their own... And instead of sitting at this monotonous thing, pretending like they're working for 10 hours a day taking like hour and a half shits with the newspaper to just get the day through, you know, like, and this mm -hmm. is what people do. They're not super productive. And why would you be if you're not like, there's no reason to be. 
Mm-hmm. But anyways, my 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 rant is done. I Thank love, you for listening. So so far, this episode has been uh, fantastic. We've solved exactly uh, zero of the uh, predicaments that people are in right now in Toronto. That's right. <clears throat> We've highlighted a few though. That was good, you know. So people kind of know where they're at. That's 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 always nice. This has been an utterly useless real estate show, but I Absolutely. enjoyed myself tremendously. Me too. I hang out as always. Great, so that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Hopefully, our seventeen fans agree. Actually, I'm kidding. We're twenty-seven subs away from one hundred. There you go. It's if you're watching be a this party. video and you're hearing these words, it means you have stuck around for an hour. And if you haven't subscribed yet, now's a better why. time than any. And yes, yeah. why? why? So thank you to everybody. Thank you to Mr. TK. It looks like you are out to go do some business on the last um, day of public public acceptance. Absolutely. Yeah. I will not be shunned you, today, but tomorrow you we'll go. See. You go make some, some money, baby. There you go. I'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Okay.